An Ottawa man who says his tenant is renting his condo out on Airbnb against his will and against that condo board's rules is now complaining and saying that, uh, well, he kind of feels violated. Jason Young moved to New York City a few years ago to pursue his master's degree, and he found a tenant back in January to rent his condo, but almost immediately had complaints from neighbors about the number of people coming and going from his apartment. Young found his home listed on Airbnb by host named Daniel, and when he complained to his tenant about it, the property was immediately delisted, but then soon reappeared under the host name John. Now, this is a phenomenon known as ghost hoteling, and it's apparently becoming more and more popular on Airbnb. And joining us now to discuss further is David Watchmuth. He is a McGill University urban planning professor, and he joins us here on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. David, appreciate your time this afternoon. Thanks so much for joining us. Yes, my pleasure to be here. Uh, first off, can you explain a little more detail for us, this kind of ghost hotel, what that's all about, and just how popular that's becoming on Airbnb? Absolutely. Well, I think that when most people think about Airbnb and other short-term rentals, they're probably picturing a kind of home-sharing idea where somebody's got a spare bedroom or maybe they're out of town for the weekend and they put their whole home up on Airbnb. But the reality is that actually most of the activity on Airbnb happens with properties that are being rented a couple hundred nights a year, maybe full-time. There are entire homes that are being converted effectively into hotels, um, and they're kind of hiding in some sense behind the idea of home sharing. Okay, but this uh, the situation I was just describing is one step further. This isn't kind of uh, you know a place that doesn't have a, a permanent uh, homeowner or a permanent person living there. This is somebody who's rented their apartment out, and this person has turned around and is renting it out, correct? Yeah, and that's a, this is a, a very kind of strange but actually not that uncommon arrangement because um, you know, a lot of uh, property owners who, who do rent out their property, you know, they're not necessarily on site, and they just you know, they sign a lease with a, a tenant, and they think they're getting a tenant, but what they're actually getting is a, you know, a, some entrepreneur who is turning around and, and listing that property on Airbnb. Um, it's particularly common in condos, actually. And is it becoming more and more popular because these people can turn around and, I don't know, maybe make a couple of hundred bucks a month uh, subletting this apartment, and in the meantime, they don't have to find the, the down payment for, for a condo or an apartment? That's right, exactly. And, then, you know, that couple hundred dollars, it could actually be quite a bit more than that, um, depending on the market, and certainly in Vancouver. Vancouver and Toronto and Montreal, there's a, there's actually a lot of money to be made. And it's true that you can, um, you know, if you can find somebody to, to, to rent you the, the unit, you can kind of get in with almost no upfront cost and just start, uh, you know, you just got to get some, get a bed and a, a couch and you're good to go. Yeah. Do you know how much people are making uh, doing this ghost hoteling, uh, say here in this city in Toronto? Well, what we when we've looked at this, what we found is that there are very, very, um, you know, the the area, basically the entire waterfront um, and much of the area around downtown, um, you can earn quite a bit more money on Airbnb than you would if you were um, trying to kind of rent out to local residents. Um, and there certainly are many hosts who are earning hundreds of thousands of dollars, even millions of dollars a year here. Wow. Uh, you know, uh, what is the, uh, the big problem here? Uh, from what I understand, it's, uh, because there, there's nobody, uh, in these, uh, condos, uh, accountable, uh, for the, for this tenant. Sometimes, uh, they can be, uh, pretty big nuisances. Well, yeah, there, there, there are a few layers here. Um, the first is that in Ontario, uh, condo boards have the authority 
to ban short-term rentals if they want to. Um, so that's it. You know, the, the, they have the legal power to do that building by building. So if the condo board has said they don't want this, well, then, you know, just to follow the rules, you, you shouldn't be doing it. Um, but on a kind of practical level, the reality is that m many people, maybe most people who decide they want to live in a condo, they're signing up for a certain idea of what their life is going to be like where they have neighbors. Um, and they're not signing up to live in a hotel. Um, so I think they're very kind of reasonable grounds on which, you know, an actual resident would, would feel pretty disappointed to find out that, um, you know, that what they thought they were living in was a building with, with, with actual neighbors and what they're actually living in, they're the only permanent tenant of a hotel. Um, it's a very different kind of story. Sure. And uh, what is the counter argument uh, to this? Is it uh, those that are renting these uh, places out on Airbnb that, uh, listen, this is my property, and although you can lay down any rule you want, uh, condo board, but uh, listen, you can't tell me what I can do with, with, with my property, with what I own? Well, you know, that, I, that is certainly an argument that's made. I think one of the things about condos is that when you buy a condo, you're already buying into the idea that your property rights are going to be kind of circumscribed. They're going to be limited. That's what a condo is. You know, it's a, it's a partial form of property ownership where you agree to be part of this larger structure. And so the idea that, that one of the, the, the conditions of condo ownership would be that you can't go ahead and turn that into an Airbnb. It's a perfectly reasonable idea. And, you know, I think you're going to see in some cases, buildings are going to say, that sounds great to us, Airbnb for all. And in others, they're going to say, no, we would just like people to actually live here. And that's a choice that different condos are going to make. But the idea that um, a, a condo owner should be able to operate an Airbnb in defiance of what the condo board is saying, I don't think they're going to get very far with that, on, on, certainly on legal grounds. Is accountability an issue? Because if this is going on, I imagine the condo board would get a hold of the uh, owner of the uh, condo, who in this case, this Ottawa example we cited off the top of the conversation, this is somebody now living in New York, thought he subletted his apartment, it's being ghost hoteled. He uh, contacts uh, the his uh, tenant and uh, they shut down the Airbnb, but they just reopen it under another name, another fake name. That's right. And I mean, I think that it actually is a very sticky situation. We've interviewed uh, quite a number of condo boards of condo owners um, who, who are in this situation. And one of the things that we hear pretty consistently is that condo boards are basically given the, the kind of the responsibility to deal with these issues, but they don't have a lot of actual capacity in the sense of they're not really designed to be tracking down absentee owners who actually are living in New York now and kind of figuring out who's the actual tenant. They're, you know, condo boards are mostly designed for what do we do when we need to, you know, get some repairs done on the roof or if we need to clean up the lobby. So the, it's a, there's a real kind of mismatch between the, the kind of the size of this issue where there's a lot of money to be made and residents are really kind of fighting against each other and the actual ability that condo boards have to do anything kind of practical about it. Yeah, so where do we go uh, from here? Where are we moving uh, to in the future? It seems to me this is very similar. We've done many shows and uh, talked about the law playing catch-up when it comes to technology and particularly uh, social media. Is this another case example of uh, the law having to play catch-up when it comes to uh, the Internet and the, and the sharing economy? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think that cities around the country and around the world, and Toronto's no exception here, are moving to regulate short-term rentals much more systematically. And in Toronto, there, there are laws that were passed, but they've been on hold um, as they're going through kind of an appeal process right now. Um, but I think at the end of the day, what's going to happen is that city governments and provincial governments are going to have to step up and establish laws. It's, not, it's really not feasible to leave these issues to individual condo boards to try to sort out, because they just don't have 
have the tools to do this well. You need it, the government ultimately needs to say, here's what's allowed, here's what's not allowed, and we're going to be the ones to enforce those rules. Also, uh, driving this, I would imagine, is uh, hotel industries. Uh, I know the hotel industry in Toronto has not been happy with uh, you know uh, people renting out their their places as pseudo uh, hotels and cutting into their business. And of course, there's also a taxation issue uh, at play here that governments are uh, concerned about. Are those concerns going to kind of drive this forward to uh, some sort of resolution? Well, I mean, I think that, you know, it's certainly true that the hotels feel like they have a lot to lose here. I think that from a kind of, you know, the perspective of city residents, the, the, the bigger issues, you know, I think the taxation one is one of them. But I think really it gets down to this question of, you know, we, we let hotels get built in the city to accommodate tourists. And we mostly have thought that the housing that we're going to build is going to be for residents. And, you know, Airbnb represents a kind of, you know, a, a kind of a, a quiet flip of that, of those rules to say, actually, what if we just put hotels everywhere? And, you know, it's obviously it's nice to be able to travel around the world and stay in interesting places in different neighborhoods. But I think there's a really big question that we all need to be asking about. Do we want the housing in our cities to be for people to live? And particularly in a place like Toronto, where housing prices are as high as they are and rental vacancy rates are so low, I think it's a pretty big stretch to say, rather than housing another couple, you know, 10,000 Torontonians, let's uh, let's let some tourists stay in those houses instead. I don't think that argument is going to fly for very much longer. Yeah, just finally, Airbnb, they've kind of turned things upside down, as you just described there. Have they shown enough leadership and, and accountability uh, for that? Or uh, does some hard questions need to be asked uh, of Airbnb? Yeah, I mean, I think very hard questions. The Airbnb has shown that they're they're happy to collect taxes. Um, if the, you know if that's what it comes down to, they'll collect taxes from their hosts, you know, to kind of have a level playing field with the hotels. But if you, if you ask, Ask them to restrict, say something like, we don't want any full-time Airbnbs or we don't want somebody to be able to have 10 different properties. They will fight as hard as they possibly can to avoid complying with those rules. Um, And, you know, they've gotten away with that um, so far, but I think cities are increasingly starting to hold their feet to the fire a bit more, and I think that's a good thing. Really interesting stuff. David, appreciate you joining us this afternoon. Thanks so much and hope to talk down the road. Okay, sounds good. Bye-bye. There goes David Walksmuth. He is a McGill University urban planning professor and somebody who has been studying the Airbnb phenomenon.